Hi, this is Carrie Brownstein. This is DJ Premier. This is Darren Aronofsky. You got the Rizzo right here. Rose McGowan. Right here. Aisha Tyler. Tribe Called Quest. Fred Armisen. Fritz Paul. Javier Munoz, Seth Meyers. Frankie Cosmos. Flying Lotus. Hi, we're Haim. And you're listening to the Talk House Podcast. Ow! Hello and welcome to the Talk House Podcast. I'm Josh Modell. This week, we've got an episode that's short but very sweet and that features a megastar and a relatively new voice. Megan Trainer burst into the public consciousness with her 2014 hit All About That Bass, which was accompanied by a triple platinum album and loads of subsequent success. Two more albums followed, as did judging roles on the British version of The Voice, and perhaps more important to this conversation, a singing competition called The Four, where she was on a panel with Sean Combs and DJ Khaled. That show is where Trainer first encountered the spectacular singing voice of Vincent, spelled V-I-N-C-I-N-T, who wowed her and the other judges with his incredible stylistic range, culminating in a cover of Radiohead's Creep that was all around the internet a couple of years ago. Vincent has since released a bunch of songs, and he's finally ready to drop a proper debut album. There Will Be Tears is packed with what sounds like future hits and includes guest spots from Tegan and Sarah, Parson James, Queen Herbie, and more. Check out a little bit of Kill My Heart. So when you see me up on someone else, and you're dancing by your goddamn self, remember you tried to kill my heart. You'll be hearing a ton more from Vincent this month and year. He's going to be on the Today Show, as you'll hear in the chat, and he's headlining HBO Max's Pride programming. Trainer is awfully busy herself, having recorded and released a holiday album during quarantine, and in bigger news, signed a huge cross-platform deal with NBC Universal that will include a comedy series on NBC. But she was so psyched about Vincent's album that she made some time to chat about it with him and about their favorite songwriters, mutual acquaintances, and advice on dealing with stardom. Enjoy. Hi, babe. What's up? <laughs> Hi, Vincent. It made me so happy when they said that this was happening and talked to you about it because there will be tears. I'm screaming. I'm <laughs> screaming. It's so good. I've listened to it like Thank four you. times now. And yeah, I have like my favorites. I'm just going to keep blabbing until you stop me. Oh my God. Literally say whatever you want. I'm always here. In this order are the Queen Herbie song, Kill My Heart. Higher, higher. <laughs> Take me there. Uh, get away, get away. And hard to forget. The whole album is like amazing clubby moments that we've missed for so long. I feel like those went away for a second and I've missed them. So yeah, for bringing them back. Of course. I mean, also you bringing all of that to every album. I'm trying. I always give like a little dance section for somebody, you know, for me. But yeah. you all of that and then you also broke it down and we're like I'm also gonna bring like I don't want to say theater but it's so much more than songwriting like it breaks so many pop rules of like here's your structure yeah be simple and have melodies here you're like I'm actually gonna write crazy melodies and go all over the place and impress you with what I'm saying and my melodies Thank you. I was like, I don't want to make a record that someone's going to be like, oh, this will fit here. And I'm like, no, I want to write the songs that I hear in my crazy little cracked out head. Yes. And I want to make them feel and sound good. That's all I want. And that's like how all these songs came together. Like everything. And you said it and you wrote it and I heard it. I Every <laughs> time I heard a verse, because I'm so drilled and trained of like, what is like Max Martin pop? What is on the radio pop? What is easy to hear? And yeah. 
every time you took it to a different place, I went, oh, and I was like, oh, but I like it. I, I broke through that and I was impressed. And I was like, oh, he's showing us like, look what I can actually write. And I am a writer. And I was like, dang, I wish I was that brave. So you inspired me. Thanks. You literally are that brave. Do you know that Take Me There, I had listened to After You for maybe like six months. And then I wrote Take Me There because that was the hardest song to write. I heard. And After You was yeah. the hardest song to write. So I was like, oh, I get this. I was like trying my best. And I was like, God damn it, I can't write a good song. And I wanted to write something that had the same sentiment. Like, I love you so much. And like, there is no one else but you that I want. And I yeah. want you to know that. And we were trying to write uh, Take Me There and literally we wrote four different versions of it. And then one day we just sat down with the vocoder and just put everything in in an hour and it all worked out perfectly. Your voice with a vocoder? <laughs> it should be, it shouldn't be allowed. I was like, <laughs> dang, I miss vocoder. And I, oh my God, I always want to do it, but I don't sound as good as like your voice with it. I think because you have that lower tones when you want and then you can be like, also watch my range no you fully could it's like i don't even want to hear that <laughs> i have a question for you when you're writing and you want to get your point across so well but you do it in such a way where it's like it's always cool like it always sounds super cool when you say it and i feel like i don't do that with my writing i'm always like i'm sad or i'm sentimental and you're like no i'm really cool and i'm gonna tell you how cool i am by saying it like this um i've tried to learn from like literally oprah like oh look <laughs> at everything in a positive way like even if this broke my heart, well, at least I'm a bad bitch and I'm on to the next. Like, and that's what you Tea. did a lot. Yeah, I love how you did that. But yeah, I and I also try to make it conversational. I learned that with All About That Bass. I remember telling my co-writer, I was like, you know what the kids say? They're like, yo, I'm all about that. Like, I'm all about doing that right now. It's like, if we slide yeah. that, we can make this random thing really cool. And like global hit. <laughs> and like easy. Now, my friend told me, she's like, What's cool about your songs is that you say things that we're too embarrassed or too insecure to say out loud, but we all feel. And I got that in your album too. I loved it. Thank you. That's the like, that's the mood in the moment. I think it's always really important, especially because I don't see pop stars who look like me. Like no one's as dark as me. No one's as gay as me. Well, that's not true, but you know what I mean? And I want it. I like, I want people that look like me to see me and be like, yes. damn, I could do that. That, that would be so cool. That's why when you came on the floor, I was so excited. And I was like, oh, it's a no brainer. Like, he, ooh. I was like, he has his own lane. No one can touch him. No one is like him. He is unlike anybody we've ever seen. This is it. Oh my God. And this album, also the artwork. You know, just a little valley photo shoot. I struggle so hard on my album covers. And it's always a big debate of which one do we like more. And each one of your picks throughout the whole thing, I was like, how did they pick one? Oh, I was very specific. We were like, hey, girl, I have 150 bucks. We need to take these photos on a mountaintop and we can edit in whatever else we need to. And I just found like friends who were like, sick, let's just like do it. Uh, like all these songs were recorded in a bedroom. Okay, so I throw away money and I burn it. <laughs> what? You did $150 was... on that photo shoot? Yeah for all of it. I make a good amount of money, but I'm also like cheap. And I'm also like, if we can make this like good quality art and then like it makes sense, then why not try to do that? That stuff is important for artists out there who are like, oh, I can't afford doing an album and making this. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Corona taught me like COVID being quarantined at home. It taught me I can do a whole Christmas album at home. Where did you record this album? That's what I wanted to ask you. I recorded it in Van Nuys in a bedroom. So the executive producer of this album is one person. She's a transgendered woman and she is incredible. Her name is Storyboards. 
She's she's unbelievable. And we did all of these songs in her bedroom. In her bedroom. She said, come over, girl. That's so iconic. Order Wendy's. Wait, you're going to be performing at the Glad Awards. Getting a lot. I mean, we will see. I would love that. I'll make a call. I have no... Um, I wrote down so many questions. What do you want your fans and your audience to get from this album when they're listening? I know that's the hardest question. Everyone asks me that, but yours is important. No, I think I, I think I know. I think I want them to know that it's okay to feel things and to be human. I wrote this album out of necessity because I was truly, truly in a place where I was like, I don't feel like I feel human anymore. After all that had happened in the last year with COVID, with race things, just everything. And I was like, I want to make something that reminds me that above everything else, I'm a human being and I deserve to feel joy and to feel nostalgia and to feel euphoric at any given moment. And that sadness isn't the only emotion that we have to, to dwell upon. I want to make people feel, just feel. Because we're it's it's like void of that these days, you know? Yes. There's so much happening. I love that. Just feel. Just listen to this because there will be tears. And the fall. <laughs> um, um, how do you clean Herbie? So she went to Berkeley. I know she went to Berkeley. That's how I know her. Yeah, isn't it nuts? So I knew them because I was a Carmen Stan. Like went to all the show, went to the shows, went to see them at Walmart. I was that girl. And then because I know Amy and Nick, I've known them for so long, and I know them through Mario. And I was like, okay, great. Uh, so I wait, love wait, these. Wait, wait. We met through Mario Jose. Best friend in the world. Literally the best singer, the best person I've ever met. Okay, and then you met Carmen. I met Carmen and I was like, okay, I love you. Hi, if at some point in your life you feel like you need a shoe up pop on a song, I'm going to do a background. Not thinking that later on in life, she'd be like, oh, I'd love to be on a song of yours. And I gagged. Gagged. I said, excuse me? And then she wrote her verse in an hour, sent over three different versions. And I said, oh, I'm untalented. Oh, is the song yours? Oh. Am I the feature? <laughs> I said, oh, I'm so sorry. Am I the feature? Got it. Ew. I'll send the bag. She's a, she's nuts. Her verse. It's crazy. Her cadence, her rhythms. She's also like rapping on it. And then she goes, mm. and I said, what you're not going to do is hop on the song and try to sing, ma'am. You have one job. You won't disrespect me on my song. Her ad-libs too. It's too much talent. Her ad-libs mess me up too. You guys hang around each other? Dead, dead. I've learned so Iconic. much. I learned all your features though were amazing. Yeah. Getaway too. You had amazing features. Let me not mess this up. Tegan and Sarah. Amazing, amazing. Love that. You're performing on the Today Show. It's stupid if we're being honest. It doesn't make any sense and here we are. Also, Today Show is a family. They're the greatest. We'll have the best time. Are you like sending in a performance? Are you going there? What's happening? I'm pre-taping things now. We're trying to find a venue in New York. We're pre-taping a bunch of stuff. And then they're pre-taping their things in Canada because they're stuck in Canada. That's even better, dude, because then you can like not have to worry about five, six, seven, eight, go. Like truly, I not that. Let me make this perfect and then send it. <laughs> I'm gonna cry the whole time from beginning to end. You have to film that whole thing so you can make a TikTok of it. <laughs> I love, that's where the mind goes. Also, for anyone listening to this, he has a TikTok dance for hire, his song. I saw that. <laughs> I would do it. I would support you and do it, but I look like a fool. Like, I, I can't do TikTok dances. I passed out after doing that TikTok. Everyone's like, you look so good. And I said, sis, I'm on my last breath. Yeah, because you can dance. Wow. Wow. Well, I met, <laughs> like when I met you, I was like, oh, you were friends with Mario. You're a singer. Amazing. And then I remember on the four, you gave us a little bit of thoughts. You gave us a little bit of 
like movement and I was like oh no it's a triple threat oh my god my favorite is Laurieann being in rehearsal and she's like are you sure we can just stand still and I was like no girl I've danced for 15 years it's okay and she was like blown away I was so funny I love that I love that she was great um let me look at this list again oh oh I love the intro um just like that I wrote it with Jordy no one of my favorite, he, he wrote two uh, songs on the album with me. One of my favorite people in life. You're all my favorite human beings. All my Berkeley It's crazy. Because I would have probably been in college with y'all at Berkeley. And yeah. I'm like, oh, these are my best friends in college that I never got to see or make friends with. There you are. I, I went to Nashville. Oh, I was literally going to go. Literally. So we wrote the intro last. That was the last one we wrote for the entire album. And Jordy was like, great. How about we put all the strings at the beginning of this that you have and take me there? And I was like, okay, genius. Use your musical mind. And then in the intro, it has all the songs from the album in it. Cause I like Stan John Bellion and I'm like, oh, you did that on your last album. And oh, I'm like, Stan. You want to talk about John Stan. Bellion? <laughs> I, I text him way too much because I have his number and he's my favorite songwriter of all times. He wrote Justin Bieber's Anyone. That's yeah. that song is no one knows this. I sang that song on repeat during my entire C-section. Listen, I'm proud of you because that's the brand. Do you understand me? That's the I moment like, and that's the move. I will be John Bellion someday. He is so good. It's it makes me uncomfortable. You should be able to write with him. I bet you he would write with you. I'm gonna No, he's definitely you. too cool for me. I'm literally no one, okay? <laughs> when they call me, they're like, Oh, are you the are you the other girl from the Cheetah Girls? That's who they think of me. That's who they think <laughs> I am. No. Yes. Wait, for people who don't know who Jordy is, can you explain who Jordy is? Jordy is this amazing pop singer-songwriter that lives in Los Angeles. He has all of the loveliest, cutest, sickest lyrics in his songs and the sickest beats. He is on TikTok as J-O-R-D-Y. I'm I love the promo of the friends. Jordy is you will fall in love. Yes. You know, I love them. the songs are nuts. Oh, yeah. Jordy's melodies really upset me because they're better than any melodies I've ever thought of. Welcome to my life. <laughs> so you got amazing, <laughs> talented friends. You have an amazing album. So they're going to promote the crap out of it. As long, same with me. And this is huge. I think this is going to take over and really help a lot of people out there and also get them up and dancing. There's nothing I love more than freaking like club bangers. And I'm a mother, a.k.a. a grandmama. So I go to bed at 7 p.m. You're not alone. <laughs> I read my book and I go to bed at seven, but for the first time in a long time, I've wanted to like dress up and just go dancing because of this album. Um, please let's go dancing. Mario <laughs> will babysit. It's truly like you being a mom is my mind's blown. It, I had a baby inside of me and then he came out of me. Like what? I don't know how I did it. And today is the first day that I weighed myself and I've officially lost all the baby weight. It's gone. A bad bitch. A bad bitch. Yeah. Hustling. I'm on the treadmill listening to higher. Like, let's go. Yeah. I live. I live. So, oh my gosh. I'm so proud of you. I can't believe you did this with one person's storyboards. I got to look her up. You will freak out. She's insane. Amazing. June 11th is the day comes out. Is that the day they just picked for you? Or do you love June 11th? Um, June 11th is a special day for me because it's close to Father's Day for me and my dad passed away three years ago and oh, yeah. there are 11 songs on the album and there are, it comes out on the 11th and 11 was his favorite number and so everything is intentional everything's always intentional I literally wrote that down thinking like oh he won't even have an answer for this wow that was beautiful I'm sorry about your dad but that's an amazing full circle and he will be listening and he will be loving it 
for sure. He's he's definitely dancing and smoking a cigar somewhere. There is no doubt in my mind. Yeah, it's a wild man. I have a question for you. Yes, hit me, please. When you put your first debut album, how did you deal with everything that came with it? Oh, well, I had a, I had, um, I think more good than bad that came with it. So it overpowered it. I asked John Travolta once, so random, so name droppy. I asked him like, "How do you deal with like everything?" And he's like, "Yeah." the amount of awesome stuff I get to do with my family because of the opportunities I have overweigh any of the mean publicity or that stuff. Like there's, if you think about all the good stuff you get to do and like give your music to thousands of people and make them happy, like that overweighs anything bad. And I try to remember all the good times instead of like the, oh no, I'm being attacked on Twitter again. (laughs) That's beautiful advice. Thank you. Cause I, Hadn't never thought of it that way, but that's awesome. It's also like we could be like doing shitty, really, really things that we don't ever wanted to do in our lives. And like, look at us now. Like we get to make music every day. Oh, I think about that all the time. Of like, I'm not like stuck in a miserable job that I have to do every single day and it's Groundhog Day and I'm trapped. Like I don't feel that way <sighs> ever. I get to be free. I get to be creative. I get to like, I feel like I'm taking my brain, you know, with like a wet towel and just like getting to clean it and release it all the time with writing songs and when someone pisses me off I get to write about them and they'll never know but it's my own therapy that's the best part oh I want to ask you are you super duper in love with someone is that t no no oh who are you writing no. about is it um, your, your manifesting you're manifesting yeah because take-, <laughs> take me there is not about it's about the boy that I would like to fall in love with yes you know, also right now I ain't got time. I wrote a song called Hopeless Romantic on my uh, second album. Yeah. And I sang it out every single night and it worked like a, like I got him and I reeled him in. And eventually. Great. Can't wait to do that for me. It works. It works. I was like, I'm a hopeless romantic looking for love. And if you're out there listening, I'm right here. And then Daryl came on tour with us and I would sing that to him and he would sneak out into the audience with like a hat on. And I'd literally sing it to him every single night. And he was like. That's not my life. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. It's cute. It's a good movie. <laughs> not, not me emotional. Get out of my face. Ew. Ugh. Love you. Thank you for this, like, beautiful, like, moment. I'm so, like, honored. I love you. I'm so proud. Always emotional. Terribly about to cry. Love you. Thank you. Please go back to your busy day and you being a beautiful mommy. I love you. I love you. Where we should take a picture too. Yes. Sorry, I'm a fan, and I want to be. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But Ready? Yes. <gasps> the cute. I took three. Okay. Proud of you. <laughs> Again. Um, I'm I'm so freaking proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. I love you. Thank and you. this is everything. Love you. This album's gonna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Freak some hats. We hope so. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Okay, bye. I love you. Go be a star. Okay, I'm going to go be a TV star. I love you so much. Bye, <laughs> bye guys. Thanks for listening to the TalkHouse podcast, and thanks to both Megan Trainer and Vincent for chatting. If you liked what you heard, follow TalkHouse on your favorite podcasting service and all of the usual social channels at TalkHouse. This episode was produced by Melissa Kaplan, and the TalkHouse theme is composed and performed by The Range. Thanks for listening.